Welcome to Ion Franchising. Are you looking for business opportunities? Well, you are in the right place. We represent over 650 franchises and business opportunities. We will help you find your perfect franchise for free. We even have a free assessment on our website that will help us determine what the best business is for you based on your investment level, mindset, skill set, and life experiences. This is Ion Franchising, where we share our vision for your franchise future. I'm your host, Lance Growlick. Each week, we will speak to fascinating folks from the world of franchising, franchisors and founders, franchise funders, and franchisees. Are you looking to find your perfect franchise? Or perhaps you are an independent business owner looking to grow and scale your business by setting up a franchise. Either way, our team can help you. Ion Franchising, where you will learn the A to Zs of franchising. And welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Ion Franchising. I am your host, Lance Goralek. So today's guests, of course, yes, they are very special, like always. I have two guests. So the first gentleman we're going to be introducing. So he's a a major hockey fan, a hockey player, coach. He was an optician out of school. Yes, an optician. That's with your eyes, optician. I forget (laughs) what that is sometimes. He hails from Chicago, Illinois. He spent 25 years in franchising, and he doesn't look as old as I do. But anyway, welcome to the show, Jerry Cooper. How you doing, Jerry? I'm fine. Fine, Lance. Thank you for the uh, glowing introduction. <laughs> well, wonderful. Happy to have you. And stay stay tight right there as I introduce the big boss here. So I think most of you have seen the movie uh, Top Gun. Well, this is an exciting, exciting one right here. Graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy, commanding officer of an F-18 squadron. In fact, he uh, Naval Station Oceana, He oversaw, was overseeing 16,000 military and civilian personnel. He is, in fact, a Top Gun pilot and the president of Mosquito Joe Franchising, which is what we're going to be talking about. President of Mosquito Joe, I should say. Uh, Welcome to the show, Lou Shager. Welcome, Lou. Thanks, Lance. It's great to be with you. I will add. You know, I'm from Chicago originally, too, and I still have a lot of family back there. Uh, We live in Virginia Beach now, but I love all Chicago sports. I regret that my Bears and my Bulls and Blackhawks aren't doing as well. Coop's living back there now. I think he's going to hopefully get uh, get with the Blackhawks soon and make some changes. So, gentlemen, I have to ask, Cubs or White Sox? White Sox. Sox. (laughs) All right. There we go. We have consensus. The show's over. That's it. Thanks for coming. No. So, gentlemen, let's start off with uh, your path to where you are today to franchising. The show's about franchising. So, uh, Jerry, why don't you kick it off? How'd you really get into franchising? And why franchising? What have you seen in franchising? Give us some highlights. Uh, well, when I first started off my career, I was in the medical field here as optician and also slash business uh, general manager with uh, a large international company. They started franchising in... Uh, and mass, they really started getting into it. I was actually drafted into this. I believe when I saw something from you said, did you fall into this accidentally or did you plan on it? Mine was the, the draft. So I was drafted into this, <laughs> um, um, put together with some uh, fantastic franchise attorneys that have been known to work with major brands, 
such as with the big arches, things like that, and got into franchising that way in the optical field. Found out that I liked it. I had operations and development with more of a penchant towards really uh, development and watching, watching it grow. And that's kind of how I got started into it. And Lou, 27 so, years in the, in the Navy. Right. It's a natural progression, Lance, to go from flying fighter jets to killing mosquitoes, right? It's, it's, <laughs> it's like apples and apples. That's the, it was logical transition for me. Uh, yes. In all honesty, you know, it's a great, it's a really interesting story, I believe. And I, a couple things, I didn't want to fly for the airlines. I didn't want to remain in the government sector of supporting, you know, Boeing and Lockheed or one of these other uh, large defense industry opportunities, which they were out there. I really wanted to reinvent myself. Uh, I love the idea of small business and entrepreneurship. I always have. And quite frankly, my first interest in Mosquito Joe was as a customer. So in 2014, uh, and I got out of the Navy in 2016, 2017, but in 2014, my wife and I was going back and forth deploying and my wife's like, Lewis, these mosquitoes are awful. We're getting Mosquito Joe. And and when she says my name, Lewis, not I, was, Lou, I know I'm in trouble. I was just going to say, got when it, she what says you, Lewis, it's serious. And I never, I heard about them, saw their vehicles all over, but I'm like, it ain't going to work. How does this work? I don't understand it. And I can tell you, we haven't missed a service since. It is incredible and really life-changing in how we experience our family activities outside. So that's number one. I love the thought and the company itself. The person who started the franchising organization, uh, we all lived in the same general area. So I knew him. And he approached me when he knew I was getting out and said, hey, Lou, I'd like you to join Mosquito Joe and eventually become a position of leadership. And I'm like, holy cow, I, I, let me think about this. And as I pondered my transition out of the military, it's easy, it's not easy, but it's very common to be able to rally your sailors and Marines. If we got to stay up 20, 20 hours today because we got a mission and it's, we're, we're flying combat missions off this carrier. It's easy to rally around that, right? And I'm like, where can I find that sense of purpose or mission in the private sector? And I truly believe Mosquito Joe has that by bringing health and happiness to families. And when yeah. you see the customer satisfaction, when I see my owners realizing their entrepreneurial dreams, creating financial independence for themselves, it really drew me through this opportunity toward me. And I'm forever grateful for this. So since 2017 is what brought me in to franchising. I, I haven't looked back. I've loved every minute of it. I love it. So let's sort of tell the folks out there that never heard of Mosquito Joe or never even knew there was a mosquito right. control related franchise offering. Describe what Mosquito Joe really is and what you do. Well, the easiest way to explain this is we make outside fun again. And everything you see with us, that's what it says. We are a barrier control for mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. It keeps the outside free of those little items so that people can enjoy the outside, which we all know that we're doing more now, more so for the last two years plus. And you're out there, you're building decks. You want to enjoy that. You can hardly wait till the winter breaks. If you're in the summer, if you're in the Florida area, warm areas, having Mosquito Joe is a lot more cost-effective than putting up a cage. What we do, we don't go in the home. We are invisible friends, so to speak. They keep those invisible enemies away. That's what we do. And how many franchisees right now? Uh, we have 170 plus. Mm -hmm. And Coop's bringing in more as we speak. We have uh, some events uh, tomorrow, in fact, to uh, introduce mm -hmm. a couple of candidates. And, 
how many of those franchisees have multiple territories? Is it one good sized territory? Or do many folks have multiples? Over 50%. In our FDD, we have about 52% that have multiple territories. Got it. And let's let's talk about, uh, let's dive into the franchise process. If I send you a candidate, somebody is listening to the show, they contact me and say, Lance, that mosquito, Joe, those guys looked friendly and very bright, and I want to talk to them. <laughs> I'm, I might be interested in that. Tell me how this process goes. Well, let's assume you come into us here through any, any method, introduction, vehicle, website. This is a mutual evaluation process. This is not an event. This is a process. And with Mosquito Joe, we're going to get together. I'm probably going to be on the phone or my associate, and we're going to get to know each other. We're going to find out really, you know, what are you looking for? What's, what's, what's your plan? And everything about us, it needs to fit. Our owners are a very, very tight group, Lance. They're right. phenomenal. So we kind of know who we think would just fit in with that group. And we know from talking to these folks that they'd enjoy when it later on gets through validation, which is you're going to talk to franchisees, find out about us, that our franchisees on the other end respect who we're having them talk with. You know, you're, you're only as strong as your whole team. So it'll start out with us just getting to know each other. They're going to be doing most of the talking. A little, you know, What's their goals? What's their dreams? I call that the coffee date. It's a coffee date <laughs> waiting in line because it'll take a little while. It's not just bam, boom. And then after we're through and when we talk, hopefully it's the either entire family or the spouse, the partner, because no matter if you think so or not, if there's somebody else in that household with you that you share life with, they're not okay with this if they don't know about it. If everybody's surprise, we're buying surprise, a business. It's not a, never a good surprise. It's a lump of coal at Christmas if you do right. that. And um, the next step would be getting together and viewing Mosquito Joe through uh, uh, PowerPoint, discussion, um, educate them about our marketing, our brand, our support. Uh, and after that, we, of course, make sure qualifications are fine on both sides. You know, we, we kind of know that at the beginning. And then validation, talking to franchisees, getting to so know before, them. So, Jerry, let me ask you, before we dive into validation, what's the investment level? What, how, what's the investment typically, the average investment? The range, according to the FDD, is anywhere between about a hundred thousand, hundred one thousand, about one hundred forty-eight thousand. Right. Okay. Got it. And do most people use financing for that? It's a mixed kind of a mixed bag. Okay. A lot do a, a lot do cash. Others utilize financing, of which we can point the way. There's multiple ways to do it. If they're qualified, it won't stop us from becoming partners. Right. Perfect. Let's talk about validation. Define what, what validation actually is and why it's so important to the process. Well, anybody that's listening uh, out there, we as franchisors are limited to what we can talk about. As far as certain items such as cost of goods, a bottom line, that means something different to everybody. Uh, we're regulated by the Federal Trade Commission, by each state, but a franchisee can tell you anything. So we discuss everything about us, top line, marketing, et cetera, your costs, your investment. And then you'll talk to franchisees. You might talk to someone brand new. You might talk to someone who has gone from one to two places. You might talk to somebody who has 15 or 20, and you're going to ask them the questions. And I'm going to tell you what to ask, such as ask them, how do they like us? Would they do it again? What's their cost of goods? What are all the things you're looking for? 
And then after that, they can compile some good data and then come back to me and we continue talking. Yeah. Validation is my favorite part of the process for my candidates and, and clients because you know, that's when they start to feel, I mean, they already feel good going into that process, but they really come out for the most part feeling amazing. Like, ah, oh, I have the right cultural fit. I want to join this family. I can't wait. Uh, because, you know, a lot of people forget, you know, I've been a franchisee, I know, but a lot of people forget besides the amazing support of a more than $3 billion parent company, neighborly brands that, you know, that you're part of, I should say, being part of the Mosquito Joe family you have existing franchisees that are sharing their best practices. That's an amazing part of the process to me always, right? I agree, and, definitely. And I, want to add, I want to add to that too, Lance. Please and, do. And Coop, described it, Coop described it very well. For viewers that are just beginning their franchise opportunity experience and journey, I really like the fact um, there's, there's guardrails that ensure protections go to that prospective candidate. No one likes to be told stuff and then find out later, that's not really what it was like. So I like the fact that the FTC regulates and has really specific rules that we make sure we abide by and let the transparent discussions begin with us. But really, as you just mentioned, Lance, uh, the great conversations are with our owners who are currently experiencing the business model. And I love them all because they're meat and potato down to earth people like us Chicagoans and sounds like you too, Lance. That, you know, I mean, really, what, what's former New Yorker, but what, yeah, that's okay. There you go. Close. <laughs> but, but I think, but I think that's really important for, for folks to know that transparency is important and also being a part of neighborly, this larger organization. Uh, we espouse a code of values and there's 15 values that we recite. Um, on Fridays, we have a shorter version, but anytime we have a meeting with three or more associates, we review those. It's not lip service. We actually, uh, do our best to espouse those values every day. And it's carries, it carries over to our owners who may have a 19-year-old technician and they're talking about values. And if you can think about the impression that can make on these young men and women, like, wow, this they're, they're talking pretty deep here. And it, um, when, you're, when you're looking at creating a culture where employees love to come, love to, come to work or a business model that people love to be a part of, I think it starts with uh, those values and, and neighborly and mosquito Joe. We certainly espouse those. So important. So in the so Jerry, at the conclusion of the validation process, there's a, a process where you award a franchise. I mean, at some point, you know, you have to tell them you'd love them to be part of the family. That type of thing, right? True. So our our process is maybe a little bit different than most. So we really want to make sure that. They walk away wanting to continue to apply. This isn't a, a cut and dried item. So after validation, and of course, you know, we're going to assist them if they're, you know, wanting to go forward and they think they do into this is, you know, the qualification aspect, maybe lining them up with some funding is the next step is I put together uh, a complete package of their, their background, their, their resume, um, we want to know about their family. I don't want just a family picture. Where's, where's everybody at? What do they like to do? Uh, and I get a resume together in this package and it goes to our vice president who reviews it. And then we arrange for an introductory call with the vice president of development, just like this through a Zoom. So everybody can get comfortable. And we kind of say, this is not just filling out paper. This is still this process. And his name's Pat. 
And if Pat feels comfortable, we have a wonderful thing called Meet the Team Day. Uh, we call it something a lot of places maybe don't. And what that would be is Pat would invite them to join us at Meet the Team Day. Uh, right now it's virtual. We're eventually hopefully going to be back in gear. And it's an all-day event where they'll meet with Lou. Um, they're going to meet with marketing team. They're going to meet with our entomologist, uh, of which Mosquito Joe is one of the few places that have somebody of the caliber we have. Uh, Pretty fancy. Price. Very fancy. But Lance, big words. Big words. It was the optician part of it. I had to learn well, the, the, the words. We'll have that in the show notes. <laughs> yes, the entomologist. And through that day, what it is, it's not the end of the day. Someone says, okay, I'm in. We ask you to go home. Think about it. Reflect. Pray on it. However you want to do this, two days later, let us know if you'd like to be presented to our committee. So the committee that we have here would neighborly, I give a presentation. There's a review of the candidates and we look for that fit. And hopefully at the end of the day, I have great news for them. So let's just say they're granted the franchise, do their documentation, then they'll go right into their best friend called a sure start coach. We have a coach in operations that takes them by the hand from the moment they sign all the way through the time they would go to training, the time they open our support. I'll just throw one thing in here. I've been doing this, like you said, over 25 years. And I tell everybody I talk with at the beginning, whether it's Mosquito Joe or anybody else, I want you to look for three things, a superior brand with marketing, superior systems, and superior support. Don't answer me. Just ask yourself when you're through with us, either how do we compare or do we answer all your questions? That's the process. I love it. And obviously, when you go through validation, you'll figure that out rather quickly. The validation is the key, like you mentioned. Yes. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's fantastic. So once people have become, once somebody's become a franchisee, you know, what, what is that ramp up period? You have a coach. But what is typically that ramp up period? Because we all know it's so important to come out of the gate as strong as possible because nobody usually, nobody makes money out of the gate. I think I, no. I, I, I'll work, I'll talk to this, you know, on the Please. operational side. Once they're handed off, um, that sure start coach will guide first, generally speaking, six months of that new owner, new owner's life cycle in our business model. Uh, as a seasonal business, meaning the majority of the country, with the exception of like Southern Florida or Texas or Southern California, the majority of the country, the mosquitoes are out and about and the ticks are out and about April through October, we'll say. And so we focus our training on the winter months, bringing the candidates so that we get them ramped up uh, and ready to service uh, no later than April 1st. Of course, depends on some nuance if you're starting up in Florida, but um, there's a pretty robust training schedule We've got a robust online content that they, we start them off with. Uh, I conduct a live uh, call uh, as well as um, our budget expertise has a live call with them before they even come in for training. And then we bring them to Virginia Beach for a week of more robust training to include hanging out with our entomologist out in the field, seeing what, seeing what that feels like. And then after they depart their five-day training week here, we're proud of our training continuum. We have a weekly live conference call for all the owners to dial in and review things that are apropos for that part of the season. And that continues. And then in fact, uh, this morning I returned from Atlanta. We have five regional meetings and in Atlanta, we had about uh, 40 or 50 of our owners and staff 
including someone who was at our five-day training last month, so a brand new owner, now is plugging in in this regional meeting with all these existing owners and their eyes are wide open and most importantly, having a lot of fun. Really yeah. enjoying themselves and getting excited. So, so when somebody, experience. Lou, when somebody's a new owner, and you're talking about doing some of these trainings on Zoom. Please tell me you're not sending somebody mosquitoes so you can you can <laughs> fight the mosquitoes on Zoom. No, there's. You know what? It's organic. There's one, one thing that one thing is I know for a fact: mosquitoes are never going away. They're yeah. never going away, and they're <laughs> everywhere, and they're only going to be coming further and further north. Uh, so I think. Uh, most of the mosquitoes and ticks are are, are already situated in the, in the spots where these people are opening up. So with all of your successful franchisees, let's think about the top 10% of your franchisees. What are the characteristics or qualities, traits that they all seem to have in common? I always look for, uh, the pro- during the process, folks that are passionate, they're hungry, and they're driven. We call them PhDs. They got that doctorate level kind of uh, value. I love it. Um, I also like to see uh, folks that have a customer service focus. I know that if you look across uh, all of our owners and look at who's been successful, uh, the prior backgrounds of these owners are wide and varied. We got veterans, doctors, accountants, corporate. But what really matters are those characteristics that really carry the day. And one, one other really important piece is to be thoroughly engaged. Sometimes you have folks, they want to purchase a business and then they're going to hand it off way sooner than they should. That does two things against them. Number one, um, they don't fully understand the model so that when you have that peak and valley or challenge, they can't really jump in to to take care of it. Uh, And number two, that buy-in. You really, um, our owners that are most successful have been engaged from day one. And I'm proud to say some of those most engaged owners have done so well now they can plug in a good operations manager. They could step back and now truly enjoy not only the seasonality of time off in the winter, but a lot more time off during the season. And it warms my heart to see these folks reaching that level. So, you know, so many of neighborly brands, if not all, you are able to be a semi-absentee or potentially an absentee owner. But I would imagine you only encourage that at the point, like you just suggested, they're involved in the beginning. They lay the foundation, and maybe that's not. There's not a time frame, but when you're certainly well established, you kind of still do business development, still be the face of the community, possibly uh, of the brand. But walk me through that a little bit. What that sort of progression looks like. Well, if I can jump in here, this is the kind of business that scales. So, with our business, being a low investment business, you start with a truck one a technician, one, and a manager. Person's getting in there and taking those calls and becoming that face, doing the interviews on television. You know, when we come season, if you ever put on your TV, even out in Vegas, it's time we've got the person here that's going to talk about scorpions or mosquitoes or whatever. That is going to be how you start off. Now, as you would scale and add more truck, add maybe another technician, have more business in, now you create a hierarchy that can have another level in there. Do you know what I'm saying? So now you can, and I think Lou would agree, now you can start to get somebody in there, train this person. And then as you grow and grow and grow, then you could step back while still, instead of working in the business, you're working on the business, but you know it well. 
Lou is a pilot. Me is someone like the athletics. You, you practice. Once you practice, it becomes muscle memory, flying, doing anything like that. Then you can execute directives. And that's what's going to happen. They're going to scale into that. Would you say that's right, Lou? Yeah, I, I really, that's, you asked the question earlier, uh, Lance, how, how many are multi-territory owners? One of the strengths of our system is this ability to scale with the proper tempo. You know, it's very common for our owners when they start off, keeping operating expenses low, working out of the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and as they grow, uh, they'll reach that point when they're ready. They have multiple vehicles. They got a couple of folks that are uh, answering the phones and they find that office space. But if, should they want a second or third territory, it's all from the same nerve center, the same office space that will carry out the, the orders for those second and third and fourth territory uh, with technicians the same. And that has really helped our owners with their profitability as they move forward. Awesome. Um, we always we always want to make sure that they have that foundation set, be engaged in the business, understand P&L and how the, how the accounting works. Uh, but they're scaling at the right time so that that cash flow remains. Uh, Sounds awesome. So let's use, a, uh, is it a military terminal? Yeah, air support. So marketing support, <laughs> that's what I usually call marketing because nobody, ra- nobody, oftentimes we don't see the marketing, especially these days through search engine optimization and right. things behind the scenes via the internet. You guys are a huge company. So marketing has to be awesome. So yeah. what what can a new franchisee expect on the marketing front to get them to, off the ground quicker because I would imagine nobody's doing cold calls and you know going knocking right. door to door going door to door right. The, I, I will I will say the secret to Mosquito Joe's strong significant growth since we started. Number one starts with people, great corporate support and great owners, but the branding is brilliant. Bright bold colors, uh, the marketing fun taglines. If you look at the back of my business card. It says, stop smacking yourself in the face, right? And we've continued, we've continued that mantra uh, that is attractive to adults, to customers, to the children as they're looking at our, our fun taglines and commercials. Um, but a robust uh, digital marketing support now, especially plugged in with Neighborly, uh, that we are always looking to advance that sophistication level of how we're connecting SEO with pay-per-click with another OTT digital offering, all those things coming into play. And we have a really strong marketing department uh, led by some really talented folks here in Virginia Beach and in in Waco. And they really take the time to handhold the new owner and saying, here is how we're gonna make sure word's getting out. Uh, You just have to act on those leads as they come in. Perfect. So let's talk about the fun stuff everybody always wants to talk about. One of the most common questions I get is, can you make money with a franchise? And I said, of course you can make money. You can make money in a lot of businesses. But what are you bringing to the table? Because, you know, in every franchise, there are the most successful franchisees. Then there's the average. And then there's the bottom. And I had a franchisor once tell me when I asked him, I said, so why are there people at the, you know, he said, well, there's always going to be people at the bottom. And generally those are the people that don't work very hard and don't get out of bed that early or whatever it might be. But, you know, so what do you say about the most successful franchisees and the money to be made? I mean, you know, let's, let's get people excited about why they should pick Mosquito Joe for wealth building. Right. Yeah. I'll start Coop. 
Okay. Number one, the, the market for our services is still in its nascent stages. I shared in 2014 when it was introduced to me, I'm like, I don't know what this is. And I don't believe it. That's still probably the prevalent uh, feeling around the country. So part of that education process is really exciting and fun for our business. And that's what our marketing team does. That's what, that's what our owners do. So number one, the demand is only going to continue to grow and get stronger. So people want our services. And I will, I'll mention COVID because that plays into the, the psyche, I believe, of the country. One important distinction, there's zero relationship between COVID and a mosquito-borne disease like West Nile virus or Lyme disease from a tick. Zero relationship. However, public health is public health awareness. And the whole country is in tune to things that may harm their family or their dogs. And certainly, we are a solution to that. We don't market to scare tactics. And you'll see on all of our marketing materials, fun, bright, beautiful images of families enjoying their outdoors again. But uh, we do have that health component that has uh, helped us be deemed an essential service by the Department of Homeland Security during COVID. So that is something that introduces a resiliency, uh, you know, what, what do you, whether you want to call yourself recession resistant or others, yeah. that really benefits our model. Well, this is definitely not a fad. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. And so when you think about um, how our owners are doing financially, I'm proud to say that uh, you know, through validation, um, the goal, my goal is to see each of our owners reach financial independence and reach their goals. And I know that this model uh, certainly affords that. Like, you know, you can look at our item 19 and, and take a look at the top line revenue numbers and retention numbers, which are which are, are very impressive. But the truth is in those validation calls and listening to the real life stories of folks being able to work hard during that season and then enjoy some time off, taking some holidays in the off season because of how they're doing in their business. I, I did want to ask if I could just in, in interject sure. on that point. Uh, in certain parts of the country that don't have warm weather all year round, what do most of the owners do for those few months? Do they just enjoy their time off, yeah. do some marketing, do something else? I just had a validation call with someone who's going to be coming to the cold weather uh, in Illinois. And I got a hold of one of our franchisees after he had called him and he wanted to talk. And I said, where are you? And this other person's in Ohio. He goes, I'm at our house down uh, just south of Tampa. He has scaled up to the point where they totally just go away. Okay. Because of the cold weather, on the other hand, we've got a franchisee that uh, Lou knows well that's out in the New York area, and he's keeping his people busy. He's working on his vehicles. He's doing home shows, doing wedding, bridal shows. Think of all these things. Did you ever go to an outdoor wedding? Did you ever get attacked after dad spent 100000 plus? Well, get out there and talk to the folks that are throwing those weddings. The key is it's anything you want to do. And that, by the way, is a very successful owner who's doing those type of things. Yeah, I think that it. seasonality. Yeah, that seasonality, Lance, is pretty attractive. It requires that hard work in season, but it really opens up mm -hmm. um, a lifestyle opportunities for our owners. That is, it warms my heart when I get calls or notes or postcards, and I'm like, ah, well done. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm getting this from you. I was just going to say, if I could do what some other brands need an entire twelve month cycle for, and in right. less time, and take time right. off, boy, that that's amazing. Sign right. me up. It's, it's really interesting because, you know, growing up in Chicago, uh, that's another common question we have is like, well, 
who's making more? Those up, I would think logically, those open up most of the time in Southern Florida will be making more than anyone else. And interestingly enough, and I think back to growing up in Chicago and going to Wisconsin, you know, when the when that freezing, ridiculously cold weather breaks, Atlanta, if you're from New York, you can you can understand this too. Yes. As soon as that weather breaks, I am getting outside. And yep. if it means, and I have a finite window, I can't be hanging out in January out uh, in my lawn chair. So I'm outside in the summer or the spring. I'm going to look for a service that can make sure I can enjoy that valued time with family because I know it's going to end in a finite amount of time in the fall. So we see our, our owners up to the north generating just as much revenue and, and doing well. And if you looked at our successful owners and I plotted them out the top 10%, it, it's all over the map, which is really, really cool and exciting. It, I if, I can ta- if I can tag on to that, certainly I wouldn't mind, Lou. So let's just say you're up in the north. And what's going to happen is April through October. So you're going to have a timeline of business that looks like a mountain. So you're not going to have a flat line, but it's going to start out April. We're going to be supporting it with marketing and direct mail or website, and you're going to be really busy. And you're going to be peaking up there in the summertime. And you're going to have long days, and then it's going to wind down, and you're done. Or you're going to go ahead and have it across the board in summertime, okay, or in Florida. But the question, can you make money? If you have a budget that's like this, okay, what do you think the answer is? And I always give a personal, personal nod to when I was growing up. In high school, I worked for my friend. Michael's dad owned a, I won't use the brand name, a soft serve custard stand. The old kind, if any of you remember, they have the sliding windows that closed in the fall. He was the richest kid I knew, and I went skiing with them at Mont Tremblant in Montreal. So that's what I use. They were busy. He could never get off, but they did well. In that case, you just have to watch your cholesterol. But other than that, it's all no poutine, good. no poutine. <laughs> so, gentlemen, what did we miss? Anybody that is listening that is wanting to know more about Mosquito Joe, is there any little other tidbits or words of wisdom we missed for today on Coop, franchising in general? Yeah, Coop, why don't you start? I have a couple thoughts for Lance and the, and the team. Don't think it's not for you. If you want something that'll let you feel good when you run into customers anywhere in your community, if you want something that you can have for your family, create family time and have something, and I can say this with high margins, think about what we do. We're spraying outside. There's no brick and mortar, no 4,000 square foot building. Don't count yourself out from talking to us. I agree, Coop. And Another thing that's important to us now, Lance, is we are enrolled in an organization with the Environmental Protection Agency. It's called the Pesticide Environmental Stewardship Program. And it's my charter and my commitment to find opportunities to be more thoughtful and environmentally conscious when it comes to applying pesticides and looking for other solutions like natural solutions to tackle these mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas and outdoor pests. And I'm proud to say that We've got some great relationships and we're embracing that mantra uh, across our system because we realize um, people want our service and some are concerned about uh, the products we use. Well, uh, we've got a lot of great um, best in class products that are natural, that are effective. And uh, I'm proud and my my wife's my harshest critic. Um, We've been using a natural product for the last couple of years and it's fantastic and it works well. Um, I love it. And then to close out, 
uh, following up with what Coop said as well, we've been doing this since 2013 and we've grown to be operating in 39 states, 170 owners. Um, you guys can look at the numbers in, in the item 19. It's really impressive. I still think we're only in the second inning of this mm -hmm. ball game. There's still so much runway. There's a big, strong tailwind with our, uh, with our, with our model. Um, but I'm as competitive as they come. And I do not want to ever um, have my team be complacent. And we're going to continue advancing our technologies and our protocols and our business model to make sure uh, those new candidates coming in um, have, the, have the best opportunity to meet their financial goals. Well, guys, it has been an absolute pleasure having you. Lou, Jerry, representing Mosquito Joe, thank you so much for being here. And until next time. Thank you so Thanks, much, Lance. Man. Awesome. Have a great day, bud. Go Hawk. Thank you very much for listening today. Please like, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss anything here at Ion Franchising. Visit our website at ionfranchising.com, E-Y-E-O-N franchising.com, and complete our free assessment so we can assist you in finding your perfect franchise. This is Lance Gralick. Until next time.